Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3 here. We're talking about God's Word. Now this, we're making a comparison of our heart and God's Word. This is not always my heart. But what do we say about God's Word? It never changes. It's dependable. It's been proven. Look here, Proverbs 3, 17. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is everyone that retaineth her. Now, that cannot always be said about me. <laughs> and um, those bad decisions that I told you I've learned from, that is definitely not me during those times. But that's why we need to go to God's Word and let Him, let Him, God's Word, help us make those uh, decisions. If we make our choices through our own reasoning, we would come to very different conclusions. That's in your notes. If we make our choices through our own reasoning, yeah, the conclusion's not going to be the same because if we make them, you know, through our through our flesh, it's going to be self-serving and self-destructive. That's in your notes. Self-serving and self-destructive. And self-serving and self-destructive is that... Is that based from God's Word? No. No, 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 no. Not at all. <coughs> and you know what? Um, God, God's Word is the directions, is the map for our life. And this, I learn this more and more as I get older. As you get to know God's Word, and as you grow in understanding His Word... You will develop spiritual discernment for your choices. How many of you, I mean, even if you're saved, the youngest one in here that is saved, if you're saved, I would say, Kaylee, how old are you? Nine. I would say she's probably the youngest student in here that is saved. All right? So, Kaylee, let me ask you something. Have you ever went to make a decision at school and it's like that cartoon where the devil's sitting on one side of you and an angel sitting on the other side of you? And the devil saying, you need to talk back to your teacher. And the angel say, no, you don't. Has that ever happened to you? Oh, Lord, yes. I, I mean, you know, sometimes the devil's telling me, you need to talk back to your husband and set him straight. And, I, and the Lord say, you better not. <laughs> okay? That's what I'm talking about here. The more you grow, once you become saved and the more you grow, God will give you a spiritual discernment when to just zip your lips and let him take care of the circumstance. Now, we have God's Word, and then, secondly, B, anybody want to take a stab? You've already done this, haven't you? Spirit. The Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit. Oh, man. What a wonderful gift the Lord gave us. So our second infallible guide is the Holy Spirit. Now, in John chapter 16... Jesus is fixing to be crucified. And the disciples are upset. They're sad. They're worried because, you know, the person that has guided them and helped them and taught them and, and instructed them, he's fixing to leave. And they're worried. All right? But John chapter number 16 and verse 7. Let's read that right quick. John 16. Oh, my goodness. Here's that word. Nevertheless. We've got a, I'm sorry, this was the message this morning. 
a bad situation right here, Miss Diane. Preacher preached on nevertheless. Oh, it was so good. So real. So we've got a bad situation. The disciples are sad. They are worried. Jesus speaks up and says, nevertheless, let me just turn this into good. I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter, who's the comforter? The Holy Spirit. The comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart... I will send him unto you. Now, how many of you know what it is to have that comforter right there with you? You know that old song? I love this old song. It's one of my favorites, In the Garden. And the chorus says, And he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I'm his own. That's the Holy Spirit. Okay, so the moment you were saved, we used Kaylee as an example, nine years old. I hate to do this, but who's the oldest person in here? Miss Patsy, how old are you? She's 75 and eight. 75. Oh, what a tool. Is he, how old are you? 75. Two 75-year-olds in here. Guess what, Kaylee? These women right here, they've been faithful to the Lord. They are jewels. We, they, God has given them to us for examples. That's what the Bible tells us. They are saved. They have the Holy Spirit living inside them because they are saved. 75 years old. You are nine. They got a lot of years on you. But you have the same Holy Spirit living in you that they have living in them. And they have choices that they have to make and decisions they have to make. Madison, that are totally different than yours. How old are you? 13. 13 years old. Oh my goodness, dear. Jesus bless her mom and daddy. <laughs> totally different, but it's the same Holy Ghost. So when you go to school tomorrow and you are faced with a decision, if you'll listen to the Holy Spirit, He'll help you make an excellent choice. And when y'all go to the doctor tomorrow and you're faced with a decision, what am I going to do? What if this test comes back bad? You know what? The Holy Spirit will guide you to make an excellent choice. Ain't that wonderful? Man, that just gives me cold chills. Because it is so real. Laura? Young. I will not say middle age. <laughs> My goodness, the decisions. My word, the decisions you're having to make right now for your mom. The hardest thing in the world, my mama told me, the hardest thing in the world that she ever had to do was make a decision for her mama. Because her mama always made the choices for her. The Holy Spirit will guide you just like the Holy Spirit guided your mama when it was decision time for you that she had to make. Isn't that wonderful? But if we disregard the Holy Ghost and we don't listen to Him, we are going to have a very, very hard conclusion after that choice. Now, the Holy Ghost and God's Word will never contradict themselves. You hear what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit will never lead you contrary to God's Word. They walk hand in hand. And they will put you on the right track. Um, 2 Peter um, 1.21, that, that verse, let's look at it right. For the prophecy came not in old time, but by the will of men. But holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So the uh, Holy Spirit is the one that inspired Let's see here. Um, this is a great example. All right? This can take place right now as soon as we leave this room. 
through the scriptures, the Holy Spirit will teach us the importance of using kind words. He will teach us the importance of using encouraging words and edifying words. You are going to be faced tomorrow. You are going to have to make a choice tomorrow with your co-workers, with your fellow students, with your husband, with your children, with your parents. You are going to be faced with a choice, a decision. Do I say kind words or do I say mean words? That's that devil and, and the angel talking in your ear. Remember the choices that you make in those situations will be a reflection on you at the end of your life. Remember that. You, and when you come to the end of your life, your children, your husband will look back on that. And it's not always easy, but it does not matter. You can be kind, you can be encouraging, you can be edifying, even if you have to be stern and strong and stand, you can still be kind. Girls, tomorrow at school when somebody wants to make fun of you because you're a Christian, you can be strong and you can be bold through God's Word that you can be kind. Don't ever be ugly, all right? How many times have you opened your mouth to say something that you knew it would be a major regret if you said it? How many times have you typed something on Facebook and the Holy Ghost said, delete, 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 yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. How many times have you walked by a lady and the Holy Ghost said, you need to say something kind to her, and you don't have a clue what's going on in her life, but the Holy Spirit knows, so it's important that you listen to Him. Um, the best part about the Holy Ghost is this, He is your companion and he is your friend. How many of you have ever felt lonely? I have. Many times. Being a pastor's wife can be a very lonely thing because you cannot let yourself get close to anybody because y'all are jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to be careful. And I mean, I do. I feel lonely sometimes. It's okay, though, because then the Holy Spirit says, why are you feeling lonely? You got me. And he's enough. He's your compa companion and your, and your friend. Always remember that these guys will never contradict themselves. C-O-N-T-R-A-D-I-C-T. These guys will never contradict themselves. They are in perfect union. It's the beauty of it. They teach us and they lead us to make choices that shape our lives for good. Young, from the youngest, KK, always you. From the youngest to the oldest in here, if you'll listen to God's Word and you will listen to the Holy Spirit when it comes time to make a choice and a decision in your life, they will teach us and lead us. Now, number three. Go through this right quick. The future of today's choices. What's a perfect day for y'all? I listed some things. A good hair day, which I've not had lately. I told the preacher, we forgot I called him before church and I said, would it be bad if the preacher's wife didn't come because she couldn't get her hair to work to fix? <laughs> he said, get your tail to church. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> a good hair day every day. Obedient children, a date with your husband, a shopping spree, greenhouse, a lunch with a close friend. Y'all think of anything else? Just keep thinking because it probably ain't going to happen. <laughs> the perfect day just never seems to happen. We can plan. And we should, but so many times, 
it seems like life just gets out of control and our time is gone and that's just how it is, isn't it? Circumstances that are bigger than us can absolutely mess up our carefully planned schedules. Now, this is good. These next two things. Although many circumstances are out of our control, our future is not determined by our circumstances. Our future, oh hallelujah, that is good, is not determined by our circumstances. What is our future determined by? Our future, here you go, write it down. Our future is determined by the choices we make today. We're going to make choices right here, right now, that when circumstances get out of control tomorrow, we're going to let the Holy Spirit and God's Word guide us to make excellent choices. Each of our tomorrows is directly affected by today's choices. Each of our tomorrows is directly affected by today's choices. Now, a few, the future of today's choices, you have got to have, number one, a fruitful walk with God. A fruitful walk with God. When we choose, write this down. This is good, this is good, this is good. When we choose daily, to obey God's word and make conscious choices to guide our thoughts, to guide our words and actions by God's truth. We are shaping a future for ourselves of blessings. Now, what in the world does that mean? I'm going to read it again. When we choose daily to obey God's word and make conscious Choices to guide our thoughts, our words, and our actions by God's truth. We are shaping a future for ourselves of blessings. Now, I by no means have a perfect life. And if you think I do, just come live with me for a day. I don't. But there was a time, even when I was younger than Caleb, Probably, is Betty Grace in here? I'm going to say she's six, right? Probably, it started clicking in my mind. I was saved when I was four, and the Lord started, you know, working on me and molding me, even as just a little girl. But I can remember hearing messages, just like we heard this morning, when I was just a little girl. Boom, I'd go to the altar, and I would pray, Lord, please help me. And then, as I got a little older, I would go, Lord, please help me as I go to school. Help me to keep my mind right. Help me keep my mouth right. Even just a little girl, okay? What I was doing as I was choosing to obey God's word, I was making conscious choices to guide me. And I really didn't even know what I was doing at the time, but I looked back on those choices that I made in my life. And then, you teenage girls... When I got a teenager, got to be a teenager, you know, I was in youth rallies all the time. I was in youth camps all the time. And I would go to the altar and I would pray, Lord, whatever you want me to do, that's what I want to do. Lord, whatever you want me to do, that's what I want to do. God, if you want me to be a preacher's wife, I'll be a preacher's wife. God, if you want me to be a nurse, I'll be a nurse. God, if you want me to be a school teacher, I'll be a school teacher. God, if you want me to be a stay-at-home mom and raise my children right there in my house, God, I'll do. God, whatever you want me to do, I can remember going to the altar and praying 
and begging God to use me. Lord, please, I just want you to use me. God, let my life be a light. God, please help me. You know, the preacher says all the time, he says, make much of the altar. He said it this morning, make much of the altar. And the altar will make much of you. You see, if, if you're doing that and you're making those choices and, and you're sincerely doing it, God sees that. And he keeps a record. You girls that work every day, God, if you'll help me be a light for you today, I will. God, if you'll help me, if you'll guide my steps, if you'll close my mouth, if you'll zip my lips, God, I'll, I'll try my best to live for you. Those are choices that you make daily. God, if you'll give me strength, God, my family's sick. If you'll give me strength, God, to help them, Lord, I'll do everything I can, Lord, to be a light through this trial. And if you'll do that, God will give you a life of blessings. Now, I did that, and I told y'all I don't have a perfect life. I don't. But you teenagers in here, I mean, I just really want to talk to y'all right now. If you will live your life like that, and you're going to mess up, okay? You're going to fail. You're going to have days that you just, okay? Don't wallow in that. Pick yourself up and make a good choice tomorrow. Learn from your mistakes. God will bless you. He will give you life. Now, nobody in here has a perfect life, but I think all of you in here could testify to a blessed life. I know I can. My life, I'm not rich. Lord, I don't have much money, and uh, I don't have a great big old house, and, and, you know, I'm okay with that. I love my life. God's been good to me. I, I, you know, I don't have a lot of what the world would think is a blessed life, but I have what God says. It's a blessed life. I didn't know who I would marry, but God let me marry a preacher. I didn't know where I would be when I was 43 years old going into menopause, but y'all won't get to see me go to menopause. <laughs> That's fun, ain't it? That's what I'm telling myself. Nevertheless. Okay? But that has just come. JJ, Madison, Madison, Kaylee, Lakin. Lois, that just came through a life of me making decisions and choices to want to follow after God. And if you will do that, you will not have a perfect life, but you will have a blessed life. And you will have an enjoyable life. And it will be one that you get to make lots of memories with. God's good to us, ain't it? You know, he's good to us. So, our most significant blessings come through a relationship. And that relationship is a walk with God. And then, secondly, you will get to experience the blessings, the blessings of God's promises. And that is kind of just what I said right here. Another blessing is that through making godly choices, we are tying, not trying, tying ourselves to the unbreakable promises of God. Guess what? If you sincerely do all that that I'm telling y'all about, God's not a liar. If you will acknowledge Him and trust Him, He will guide your steps. If you will commit your ways unto the Lord... He will give you the desires of your heart. So, let's see. I think there's one more thing down at the bottom, ain't there? If you desire a vibrant, what is vibrant? Full of energy and enthusiasm. That's how I want to live. I love, I hate it when I don't have no energy. I'm like, I need some vitamins. But if you desire a vibrant relationship with the Lord and a future of joy 
and fulfillment. Plan it today by making excellent choices 